This is Gene Lance on the Workers Beat Extra. We are on the brink of something. It really matters what we do in the next few months. We are, in my opinion, just one crisis away from very radical change. It might be good change. It might be bad change. Limited democracy characterizes our American political system, and it cannot endure another of its inherent crises. Change is coming. It will bring either furtherance of democracy, more democracy, or radical curtailment of democracy. You can see this going on right now in different states of the Union. Just for explanatory purposes, let's look at another period in history in which democracy was on the chopping block. Examine the Western world just prior to the great crisis of October 1929. Coming out of that, the people running things chose their way out of the Great Depression. Some of them, by radically increasing their democracy under Franklin Delano Roosevelt as chief executive. Others chose to curtail democracy under Adolf Hitler. This is present, not future. It's going on now. I don't think that the people who are in charge are going to be making the next choice. I think the choice is going to basically become the choice of us, of the common people. The polarity between more democracy and less democracy is underway. Just for example, on just on some things. In Washington state, everybody can vote by mail. In Texas, the right to vote is being whittled away. In some parts of the United States, abortion rights are enshrined in their constitution. In others, women have no rights at all. In some of the world's places, gay marriage is common. In others, homosexuality carries the death penalty. Strong polarity all over the world. Some places more democracy, some places less. The next crisis may cause us to jump one way or the other. Political parties in the United States each take almost half of the vote. Neither more democracy nor less democracy has got a clear mandate. But small quantitative changes add up historically to big qualitative changes. You can't exactly predict when, but I am saying that it is getting closer and closer. One more crisis will push us one way or the other. Now, what do I mean by a crisis? There's a bunch of them standing by. For example, this summer we expect to see a Supreme Court decision in which the Supreme Court may very well decide that any union that goes on strike will have to pay damages to any company that suffers any loss to their profits because of the strike. 
In other words, the right to strike would be taken away from us. And that may happen in this Supreme Court in June of this year, just a couple of months away. That's a crisis. In Finland and Sweden, they are joining NATO, which pretty well means that NATO has moved up to the Russian border in several places. If the war in Ukraine continues, the siege of Russia is set. American oil companies who are benefiting from all this and already taking over Russia's European markets will not be restrained from pushing us closer and closer to nuclear war. That's a crisis. In the east of the world, America is reestablishing bases in the Philippines, training South Koreans, and arming Taiwan. As America's proxy war grew strength in Europe, President Biden tried overtly to turn it toward China. It didn't work, so that didn't last very long. Uh, the coalition that he's built against Russia is still against Russia, but he actually tried to turn it against China. Mighty navies and air force crisscross the South China Sea now. An American general has already predicted war with the world's second largest economy within two years. And that was three or four months ago, so I guess it's getting closer and closer. That's a crisis. Sea levels and carbon in the atmosphere continue to rise. Thousands of tons of ice have already melted. Giant ice shelves hang precariously over the ocean. Storms, floods, and droughts are already taking lives and threatening food production. Tornado deaths in 23 have already doubled what they were in America in 2022. And tornado season's not over, and hurricane season hasn't even begun. Bank failures within the United States terrified the economists a couple of months ago. Untamed inflation forces governments to choose between potentially disastrous monetary policies and bank failures, and the other choices completely unthinkable for the big bankers and for the Federal Reserve, the change in fiscal policies against the ruling rich. There's only two ways to solve this inflation, and one of them is to bring up unemployment. That's the one they're working on. And the other one is to tax the rich, which they're not even considering. Smaller nations are joining the interlocking BRIC economies, B-R-I-C. I think that's Brazil, I forgot what R is for, I, I is India, and C is China. BRIC economies that challenge the American century of domination. In other words, the whole world system of money could change because the BRIC economies are approaching the economy of the United States. Reactionaries in the U.S. Congress announced their intention to bring about a worldwide financial meltdown. I heard a U.S. Congressman just last week say that he thinks they will do it. 
He thinks it's almost inevitable that Republicans in the House of Representatives are going to create a financial crisis in the United States, and since the United States controls the finances of the world, it would bring a worldwide financial meltdown. And he is expecting it, not just worrying about it, expecting it. The leadership that is offered politically has hardly any credibility. That's not just in the United States, but particularly in the United States. The most popular politicians capture less than 50% approval ratings. The President of the United States can't get above a 50% approval rating. Institutions such as the U.S. Congress can't even get above 30%. In democratic America, fewer than 50% of the voting age population turns out even in the most highly publicized elections. 30% of the voting age population does not even register to vote. Choose your crisis. All of them are at hand. We're going to have to choose between more democracy and less democracy, and I'm saying that that choice is coming closer and closer. Our choice has to be more democracy, not less. Our choice is peace, clean air and water, pro-worker economic policies, and leadership we can believe in. To take the limits off our American democracy and give people say-so in international and economic affairs, which we do not have and never have had, we're going to have to organize. Organizing is an incremental process. If we take the side of working families on every issue, if we build the organizations that win for working families on every issue, we will be ready to demand and win more democracy during the next crisis. The alternatives are unthinkable. I say these kinds of things on the Workers' Beat radio talk show every Saturday at 9 a.m. Central Time, and my weekly podcasts like this one are on the knon.org website and also on soundcloud.com, Workers' Beat Extra, And if you're curious about what I really think, you can look at my old personal website, which is http lilliscola.us. Lilliscola is L-I-L-L-E-S-K-O-L-E dot U-S. Or you can look at my blog, genelance.org. I'm not afraid to say what's wrong in the world, and I'm not afraid to say what we're going to have to do about it. I just hope somebody is listening. This is Gene Lance on the Workers Beat Extra.